Welcome to the Beyond Ordinary Women podcast. Every two weeks, we post podcast versions of one of our free training videos, or you can access our videos now at beyondordinarywomen.org. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, I'm Kay Daigle of Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries, and I'm so glad that you've joined us for this third video in a series of three on organic mentoring. Our first video discussed the challenges that are faced in mentoring today. The second video was about solutions, and this is about matches that click. And our expert who has joined us is Dr. Sue Edwards, who is Associate Professor of Educational Ministries and Leadership at Dallas Seminary. And her book, Organic Mentoring, is the source of much that we're going to talk about. So I would really encourage you to purchase the book if you have questions, you want to go further into our conversation. So, Sue, we have talked about the fact that there's been a, a huge real shift in the way women think and the way our culture operates digitally now and just so many changes that have really created a, a divide mm -hmm. uh, between the generations that make it more difficult for us to mentor well because mm -hmm. we don't even know how to get there. Yes. We don't know how to get That's there. Right. And so in the last video, you talked about some of the solutions and we want to really get into that even more mm -hmm. now because mm -hmm. there's, there's more to it than just solutions, mm -hmm. we need to be sure that the, the pairing, the match right. works. Yes, and, and getting there is, is the ch real challenge. Yes. So what, what, what we mustn't do is artificial matching, which is what we did for a long time. Maybe they had something in common. They both liked, I don't know, dogs, and so we matched them up. We found that just really doesn't work. In fact, the young woman it was interesting how many times they used the word scary. It's scary to be matched up with somebody we don't know. See, I feel that way, and I'm an older woman. I, I never liked those artificial yeah, matches yeah, either. Yeah. It is scary. It is. So what we're looking for is what we're calling a compulsory click. What is that? Click. Okay. <laughs> well, a compulsory click, we've all experienced it. It's that intangible something that when you meet someone or you hear them speak, maybe we're in a group conversation and someone says something and you just feel this, hmm, how interesting. I wonder if they could help me with, you just, you just have a, a connection that is not explainable, but it's there. And we probably all of us experienced it. Right. It's kind of like, and, and when it's when the two come together and it's more than, than what, it, what you are individually. So like mom's app, hot apple pie and your favorite gourmet ice, vanilla ice cream or maybe a crisp Washington apple with the, the finest cheese and you, and you taste them together, or uh, that spiral sliced ham with that sticky, wonderful glaze that just that sweet and that salty. <laughs> but it's more than, than just those to, in, in, the, the separately. Right. And, and you find that when that click is there, 
then that relationship very, it will usually take off naturally. And there'll be an anticipation and an excitement and, and just a, a, a click that, that, that works. Uh, it's kind of, it's almost like chemistry. And probably all of us have had the experience of, of knowing a couple of people. Uh, you know, maybe we've, we try to choose uh, somebody's best friend or their, or their soulmate. And so we put a couple people together and what happens usually? They're running in opposite directions. It's just not something you can create for somebody else. Right. So, but the question is, how do we then, do we, how do we get there? How do we That's help? really my question. Yes, how because do we get there? If you can artificially do it, yeah. then yeah. how does it happen? Well, there's a lot of training that needs to go in to, for both younger women and older women. And in our, in organic mentoring, in our appendix, we have training manuals for both groups. Uh, there are ways to help people think about this and take initiative. But ultimately, it has to work for the younger woman. It has to be, it's not that the older woman can't help in some ways, but it has to work for that younger woman. So, so is it better if she takes the actual initiative? It, it, it actually is, although there are, things, there are times when uh, I find with a, a younger woman, sometimes I will, uh, I'll, I'll sense that maybe there's that click. And so maybe I'll just say, gosh, I'd love to have coffee with you sometime. And I see if they respond. Because for some younger women, it's difficult to take that initiative. They don't have the, the, the confidence. They're, or maybe they've been wounded before. Somebody has said no. Or they're just fearful that somebody will say no. But we can help them with that. And one of the main things we need to do is teach them how to approach an older woman or someone who's ahead of them in the process. So what we don't do is, is come to them and say, oh, uh, will you be my mentor for the rest of my life? And, and what normally happens is the older woman just, first of all, all those those pictures have come into her mind of who a mentor's supposed to be, Bible answer woman, perfect woman. She, off, she may say no just out of pure terror. It has nothing to do with not wanting to spend time with this younger woman. Right. But I have never myself or ever heard of anyone turning down something like this. And we teach them to say, you know, when uh, you, you mentioned something, you talked about it when we were in that group, and, and I'm dealing with something right now where I think maybe your perspective could help me. Could we have coffee sometime? I've never heard anybody turn that down. Right. So you're not asking for, and then you get together. It's not a lifetime commitment. You get together. If the click is there and it works, then uh, you'll end up connecting again and again. And, and I have with women, occasionally the Lord will just prompt me and I'll, I'll uh, text, and you know, I'll learn to text. We have a whole <laughs> chapter in there on how to use technology. You don't have to be tech savvy, but there are some things you've got to do. Uh, and you can, any of us can. Right. So I'll text her and I'll just say, the Lord's uh, just brought you to mind. I'm, I just wanna know I'm praying for you, how you doing? 
And, and uh, a lot of times I'll get this text back, oh my goodness, such and such is, go I'm having this issue, please, could we get together? Yeah. So, so there are ways that we have to be open, we have to be approachable, uh, we can do all of that to make it much easier for a younger woman uh, to do that. Would you recommend that older women put themselves in situations where they're with groups of Absolutely, women? yes, yes. So that they yes. can at least be there, be there and maybe mentor some within the group. Yes. But some of those young gals might reach out to them yes. to be a one-on-one. Yes, and that's where in our ministries we need to be more intentional about getting together, doing things together, and not being quite so rigid in our age structures. That will make a, bi a big, big And difference. I remember myself just encouraging some young women who wanted mentors rather than go to a program mm -hmm. that would match them. Yes. Why don't you consider yes. being in our Bible mm -hmm. study that mm -hmm. has mixed groups? Why don't you consider being in a small group that does this or that? Mm -hmm. Why don't you consider volunteering yeah. for a ministry where you will be around some older women? See if you can't find yes. somebody that you are yes, comfortable yes. with. And, and you can highlight that in all kinds of ways. You can do videos, you can have testimonies. They're all, you can have a ministry program that highlights this kind of philosophy and continues to bring it up with women in a variety of different ways. Now, you're not going to have the kind of feedback where you can count numbers that we older women love to do. It's going to happen organically. But that's really by far the most effective, effective way. And the other issue is transparency. For a lot of us older women, we were taught that we had to be a good role model. And we were taught to hide imperfections. But what we have learned is that absolutely destroys a, a mentoring relationship with younger women. They will not trust us if uh, we are not open. And it's not, you know, I sinned 10 years ago, but now I'm perfect. It's I have struggles right now as well, just like you do. And that somehow gives them uh, opportunity to open up. Now, you are going to hear very possibly when that happens some raw realities, and you have to be shockproof. But some of that's almost testing you. Will you still love me? when some things that I've done or some things I'm struggling with or even the way I think, even some of the language that I use, I've had some pretty coarse language and it's almost a test to see, will you still love me? And when you do, my goodness, the influence that, because some of those women have never had, uh, been unconditionally loved by anybody. So, so the, tr the attraction needs to be there, the trust needs to be there, and when those two elements are there, it's just uh, a beautiful potential for the difference that it can make, it really in both your lives. Something else to remember is that younger women expect that older women will actually glean something from the relationship as well. They call it reverse mentoring, and I know I've experienced that. And I have too. Yeah, I mean, we probably understand uh, daughters and, and granddaughters uh, much better, young women that we work with. Uh, I've uh, come to, I ask questions about technology to some of the younger women that I know from time to time. They, they really can be helpful in our lives as well. Absolutely. So as we think about this, what a great opportunity. 
And as I said, we're commanded to come alongside, to love these women in ways that work for them. And it's actually quite easy in way, they, in these ways work for us as well. I have gleaned so much uh, from these younger women. We're called, all of us, to build into someone who is behind us and to actually glean from those who are ahead of us. Mentoring is probably the Lord's best way to pass on the faith. Well, thank you so much, Sue, for sharing your wisdom with us. And Sue's book, as I said earlier, is Organic Mentoring. You can pick up Sue's book and learn more about all of these subjects. I really encourage you to read the entire book. And as Sue said, it will have training manuals in the back for older and younger women. And I know you'll be blessed when you follow this path to a new way of doing mentoring. Thank you, Sue. You can also go to our website for all sorts of leadership help at beyondordinarywomen.org. And if you will look under our resources, I think you will find many more videos to help you in your ministry and in your life as you seek to influence other women. Thanks for listening to the Beyond Ordinary Women podcast. You can find more podcasts and information about women in leadership by going to beyondordinarywomen.org. This podcast was produced by Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries. Our production team includes Evelyn Babcock, Kay Daigle, Kay Halligan, Deborah Herring, Sharifa Stevens, and John Sparks. Theme music, Back in Stride by Don Miller, used by courtesy of Christine Miller.